Hello everybody, yes, welcome back. We took a little bit of a break there. You're back with your boys, the Junior Funners, and we are, for the first time, not in the Fun Shack. Mm. Uh, coming to you from a, you know what Lawrence thinks of that. No, I'm okay. <laughs> We're coming to you from a, a secure location, because it's uh, the dead of summer, and a uh, little peek behind the curtain, there's a lot of, a lot of traveling involved in making this podcast happen, uh, so to, to help cut down on that, we've, uh, yeah, we've agreed upon a, uh, a neutral zone of sorts uh, in which to, uh, to record, uh, to do some recording and see how it goes. Um, so it's, like I said, it's your boys, the Junior Funners, the JF crew, it's me, Ollie Munster, uh, from, uh, from online. And uh, with me, the Yeet Man, Lawrence Yates. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Check out those dulcet tones. Awkwardly smiling. Yeah. And you can hear it, and it really comes through, thanks to these beautiful... Can you, can you hear that? These there you go. <laughs> Sorry to anyone listening on headphones. Um, or, I don't know, maybe people got like an ASMR thing from that. Is that how that works? I don't know. I don't think there's always a everyone, ASMR for something. Yeah, everyone says it's not a sex thing, but it's like... I, surely, because I don't, I don't have it. I don't get the thing. But I, I have that's you, what you they're into. I, I mean, yeah. you, what is supposed to be like a like a thing in I the back of your head, to, right? Yeah, like you get like I don't know. You're supposed to get like a, you get chills, yeah, and they multiply. Like you get your chills and you multiply. And yeah, you join Scientology and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in the gym at three in the morning. Yeah, just healthy, good decisions. You know, just it's all about decision making. And then you're, you're you know? clearly giving you the tools. That's not your hair. To- <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he's a, clearly not a well man. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, if John Travolta's people are listening, we'd love to have him on the show. Um, Especially in the light of, uh, you know, I mean, there was, there was a, a few years before all of the Harvey Weinstein stuff, there were, there were quite a few um, uh, massage uh, masseuses, I guess they're called, um, that were, I, I believe, in the middle of launching a lawsuit against John Travolta for uh, him behaving incredibly inappropriately mm. during multiple different massages with different people. Um Kind of odd that's not come back around. That's no one's brought that up again now that we're sort of in in the middle of this uh, this Me Too movement. But uh, mm. I don't know. Maybe 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 the right articles just got to come out. Who knows? Um, this is all alleged and it's all parody. By the way, if any Scientologist lis- uh, listeners happen to be lawyers, uh, it's all parody, parody, parody. Um, and uh, it, and it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 yeah, uh, all alleged and and fake news. So with that out of the way, um, we so yeah, we've been off for a couple of weeks, so we've got uh, not a whole lot to catch up on, but we do have to get into some Arsenal news. Um, so yeah, so before we talk about sort of the, the wider football world at large... Um, we got some some transfer rumors and whatnot to to discuss. Yeah, including hot off the wire, according to Sky Sports News, from a, a updated a mere twenty minutes ago. Says here, um, Arsenal are apparently in talks with uh, Yassine Brahimi hmm. of uh, of Porto. Yeah. Um. So yeah, midfielder playing uh, in in Portugal currently. I'd never heard of him until just now. Yeah, um, but I, I'd known about him because 
he played at Porto, and that's about as far as that. He's just a winger. I don't know how good he is. What is he? Whether he has a decent um, cross on him, or he's good at good left left foot or right foot. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know whether he's just going to be like a squad player where he comes in. Maybe in like a FA Cup game or something. Or... Yeah, or if he's like a serious, um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's gonna fill the uh, Aaron Ramsey hole. We don't know. Um, yeah, um, that was one rumor. Was uh, <clears throat> that's been around for a week? Was uh, Lucas Torreira was apparently being sort of uh, what's the word? Is it tapped up? Yeah, by Milan. Yeah, that they wanted to swap him for. Um, Frank Kessier, who's kind of a box-to-box mm. Ivorian uh, midfielder. I don't know. He's not really an Am Ramsey type. He's just a yeah, you know, box-to-box, a lot of running. basic kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't think I would want that kind of swap. I would. I don't know. I, no. I prefer Torreira to most. I think. Yeah. I mean, if if there's going to be a swap involving Torreira, it would have to be for like. It have to be like for like a. N'Golo Kante or something like mm. like this because every, everything else would just be like a, a step down really wouldn't it like it's you know one of the best probably the best signing so far of the, the Emery era we've said it before mm. um, yeah and he seems he seems to enjoy it here he's very popular with the, the players and the club and everything so it's uh, yeah yeah I, I don't see him I don't see him leaving unless yeah. it's uh, for a, just a silly amount of money or like I said if it's a, you know like a swap deal for uh, a superior player well, luckily, uh, Uruguay are now out of uh, the Copa America, so uh, hopefully yeah, he'll be Suarez back. Yeah, because fucked it, didn't he? He'll be back, and uh, yeah, so he's not injured. Yeah, he's all fine, he's all good. But yeah, old Louis, old Louis fucked it, didn't he? Missed, did he miss the penalty? Or did he have it? I didn't actually watch it. I, I didn't watch it either. But um, I just saw a headline saying he missed a penalty. I mean, probably. Um, so. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think they went out on penalties to Peru. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That that powerhouse of. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Southern American uh, football. Are they Southern American or Central America? Yeah, uh, sort of. I think it's Central, isn't it? I think they're right on the top of South America. Okay. Maybe, yeah. So it's north, the north of the South. That's where um, Paddington's from, right? Yeah, darkest yeah. Peru, yeah. 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 So, good for them. Uh, you'd think like he'd be Uruguay. called, like, you know, like Carlos or something. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, if you haven't seen the films, have you? Oh like, yeah, no, no, I, don't, yeah, I remember now because they called him Paddington. They find him at Paddington, and Station. he would he would be like, "Que uh, no hablo inglesi." <laughs> okay, this is this is getting some dicey waters here. <laughs> I'm part, just saying, part of, your, part of your type five. I'm just saying, uh, uh, I I can't speak English. <laughs> um. Oh, we've got some other breaking news here. Not related to Arsenal, but apparently Marcus Rashford's just signed another four-year deal at Man United. Mm. So I guess that means they can charge $100 million yeah. for him when he inevitably goes to Real Madrid next summer. Um, so yeah, Yassine Brahimi, uh, possible new acquisition, um, along with um, the other one was, uh, what's his name? Yannick, uh, there's Yannick Carrasco. Who's, no, the, the Celtic um, defender. And there's um, Kieran Tierney, Tierney Celtic, yeah. and then there's... Um, yeah. So yeah. t- that looks close to being nearly a done deal, but although that seems to have stalled in the last week or so, because um, mm. I did see a thing like I think Arsenal improved their offer; they're up to I think eighteen million for them now, and apparently both clubs are more or less happy with that. Yeah. Um, so that seems like it's it's going to happen. But um, yeah, I mean, 
who's the other one I was thinking of? Um, well, Wilfred Zaha. Wilfred Zaha. Uh, yeah, that's it. That was the other one, but I don't know. He might be too expensive. I don't know. I Palace, would like yeah. to have him at. I would like to have him at Arsenal. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, and he's, um, apparently he's keen to go as well, which is the other thing. Um, that's, that's the thing. Would we have to like sell someone like Aubameyang? Ozil. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would prefer we got rid of Ozil. Yeah. And maybe um, like Mkhitaryan, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, know. I, th- I don't I think- know how much we could get for those two, but. I mean, yeah, Ozil's wages alone. If we could just unload mm. that. Burden that would surely free up a lot of you know a lot of cash for transfers, but yeah, if we yeah. could, yeah, I'd, I'd take getting Zaha and another midfielder to replace Özil and Mkhitaryan would be uh, a huge step in the right direction. And uh, there's been like sort of lesser rumors of there's this uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund centre back uh, Zagadou is another one. <laughs> That's like push, push by an apple, shake a tree, and uh, that's one I've sort of. And there's this uh, German twenty-one-year-old um, Marcus Schubert, I think his name is. Mm. And then there's this eighteen-year-old at Saint Etienne uh, called William Saliba. Yeah, there's I mean, another, it's, I think that's another one that might be yeah. going through. I'm not sure. All the kind of usual types of players you'd expect, you know, young, mm. like you know, eighteen to twenty-one-year-old. Like, it seems to be the thing now. Everyone's buying eighteen-year-olds. Uh, like Liverpool uh, bought this. Uh, I think he's Dutch. Um, Va- Vanderberg. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's like eighteen years old. Yeah. Um, just looking down the list of other like current transfer rumors, as as per Sky Sports News, Ryan Fraser is uh, apparently linked with with Arsenal because I know that he's not. He's not signed a new contract with Bournemouth and seems to be kind of deliberately dragging his heels on that. Mm. Um, I think he's got about a year left on his current contract. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Schubert, you mentioned. Ivan Perisic, which... How I, old is he? I think he's 29, 30 or something yeah. like that. And I thought he was older for some reason. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah. And he I mean, might be all right. He's... Really good World Cup, didn't they? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I, I don't know how likely that is. Um, yeah, Carrasco, you mentioned. Uh, this says Arsenal apparently one step away from completing the uh, the deal for for Carrasco. Um, the new the new kit came out. Uh, is it today? I oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's Adidas. We're wearing Adidas now. Oh, cool! Finally, we've got some, some sort of cred. White V neck. With the three Adidas stripes on the shoulders and white sort of what they have, what do they call it on the end of the t shirt with the uh, tr- tr- trimming, trimming lining yeah. Yeah, that piping kind of, yeah um, yeah it looks quite nice yeah but cool there's people I because on the on the Facebook there was one comment it's like I'm not buying this t shirt unless uh, uh, Stan Kroenke puts up um, starts uh, buying players <laughs> okay well. <laughs> Damn, I guess that's that's fifty quid out of Stan Kroenke's pocket. Shit, yeah. fuck, this guy's serious. Damn, <laughs> you've heard what he says. Yeah, damn. Anyway. I, yeah, well, that yeah, um, that's Facebook for you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 some good good fan protest. Um, what else? Uh, Arsenal wise, there's not really a whole lot. Uh, I think is uh, I talk about. I think Freddie Jungberg is now going to be. Part of the yes uh, coaching staff now. Freddie's back. He's yeah. gone from the uh, under twenty ones. I think 
now Steve Bold is uh, going to be under 21's coach and I think okay. Freddie Lundberg is now going to be part of the uh, the uh, coaching staff now yeah yeah mm. so uh, yeah could see Freddie around a bit more so it, and it seems to me that maybe they're going to start bringing in a lot of younger players I guess mm. so that's going to be like that that bridge yeah well historically it's worked yeah. really well uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, like it's not like players like Nabry are really good at Bayern Munich now. Yeah. And uh, Adelaide... Did they sell him? Because he, he looked good when he was at Arsenal. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Don't now know. he's like one of, the, one of the top players at Bayern Munich, at Bayern Munich. He's been there for one season. Yeah. And he was like top one of their top assists and top goals. Not not Maybe not the top scorer, but he got a number of goals. and Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to... We had to make way for... I don't know, uh, Thomas Vermaelen or whatever, mm. whoever was. Well, he's out of a club now. He's not at Barcelona anymore. Yeah. And I was talking about um, Jasper Sillerson, and uh, he's now gone to Valencia. Ah. And the, Valencia's goalkeeper is now going to be Barcelona's uh, bench goalkeeper. Now. Ah. So, yeah. So that merry-go-round continues. There was another one I thought, he'd be a decent goalkeeper, but never mind. Yeah. Yeah, not really linked with any goalies. Uh, this uh, mm. in the, within all the transfer rumours. Just and that. that, just that one. I don't know whether they're going to bring. Um, is it Martinez? I think he was on the mm. online at Reading last yeah. season. So I think I don't know where he's going to be the backup now. Maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. No so Spina's gone to Napoli. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I like Spina. Mm. Yeah, kind of flapped his flap. You know, lost. Didn't have good, great handling sometimes, kind of. Yeah. He's a good shot stopper. Mm. Good from, like, a, you know, from set pieces or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, he wasn't, he, he, not definitely not world class, but decent. Um, yeah. In yeah. the wider world of football, um, well, well, I mean, the, 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 the Lionesses mm. uh, progressed all the way to the, the semis. Yeah. Is, that, is, it to, is it Wednesday or is it today? It's, I think it's, to, I thought it was tomorrow. Yeah. Right, anyway. Sometime this week. I did, I did watch uh, the England uh, game against... Um, Norway? Yeah, Norway. Like, yeah, it was pretty good, you know. But um, pretty, pretty shocking defending at times from Norway. But yeah. um, I was just like, they just, they just walked that one in the second goal. But <laughs> I didn't... The third, third goal was uh, quite good. Anyway. I didn't get to see the the Norway match, but I did watch some of the uh, the the previous match against Japan, and that was that was a good performance because Japan were really well organised and they did they yeah they did defend pretty well, but they, yeah just a couple of like really incisive passes into the box um, that just yeah just undid them and yeah yeah it's been the bits I have seen have been great to watch so far. Is it, is it gonna is it gonna be a uh, Sir Phil Neville? <laughs> That I mean, that'd be pretty funny if it was Sir Phil Neville before Gary. I mean, that'd yeah. be yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, yeah, it's coming home. By the way, he's putting his uh, putting his uh, reputation on the line. That Phil Neville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not just a pundit. He's actually like. It's yeah, not, well, like, I mean, not like Roy Keane who uh, joins a team and then two weeks later. I uh, left. Yeah, yeah. He's just, had a falling out with somebody. Just, yeah, shocker. Yeah, Roy fell, Keane didn't agree with someone on something. Fell out with the janitor or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The like the the self serve checkout at the canteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fell out with the dinner lady. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, 
got his, got his order wrong. And he's, yeah. I'm quitting. One of the training cones blew over and hit him on the foot. And uh, that was it, you know. Roy King, you know, because he was part of the, you know, he was part of that team with all the rest of the class of 92 lads. You know, he's not going to stand for that. Um, he's used to better things. Uh, so, yeah, fucking fuck Roy Keane. Um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Gary Neville also tried being a manager, didn't he? And, yeah, uh, but that, was, yeah. that went about. That didn't as, go quite well. As well as he Even when he was part of the England setup, he, he still was shit. Mm. I mean, like we were under him and, and Roy Hodgson. It was just, yeah. What a what a doer. Yeah, in retrospect, like, good God, like they, they yeah, we gave them so many chances, like just, and it was just, like just a constant like tinkering with the, like there was never like any kind of like sense of what the strongest starting eleven was mm. at any point. That was that was the uh, the low was it sort of a low point or was it more of a well it wasn't because we had twenty ten. I thought that was kind of like the low point and sort of. The early sort of 2011, 2012, sort of, we were down, but not maybe yeah. on the maybe on the up slightly. I think that I think the absolute low point was probably the uh, the the McLaren, the hmm. short-lived McLaren era, yeah. where we didn't even qualify for Euro 20, uh, 2008. Hmm. Um, yeah, failing to qualify. Scott, for Scott a, Carson, great great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that, all of that era. Um, yeah, yeah, failing to qualify for a major tournament it just shouldn't be it shouldn't be possible like with you know with England it doesn't matter who's who's in charge of what squad you've got you should be able to at least qualify. Um so yeah for yeah for, for Steve McLaren to to fuck it up that bad it's yeah the, the under yeah the whole sort of Roy Hodgson thing was that was dark times but I, I still I'm still grateful that it wasn't that bad. Mm. Uh yeah. Like Andy Carroll up front and uh, yeah, yeah, Stuart Downing on the left, and <laughs> still feel like JT uh, and uh, JT and uh, Lescott at the back. Yeah, yeah, Joe Hart and Lescott, yeah, Glenn Johnson, yeah, Scott Parker. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of uh, a lot of just sort of middling yeah. players with like kind of interspersed with great players who were just very petulant. Um, so yeah, it all worked out very nicely. So yeah, so that's that's uh, that's Arsenal news slash football news. Um, oh, I get just to wrap up because I think we were talking about the um, NBA. Uh, did we talk about the fact the Raptors? I can't remember if we recorded since the Raptors yeah. won. I don't think they had won at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so the Raptors won, and now we're going to see the the, the breakup of. Uh, of uh, Golden State because Kevin Durant, I think, is going to Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I used saw to be, they used to be called New Jersey Nets, but I think now they're Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, I saw something about that on Twitter. Everyone yeah. was going nuts about, uh, yeah, about Kevin Durant. Um, so on, um, I saw a video of uh, that. Is it Steph Curry? Is his name was yeah, it? yeah, Steph and Curry. Yeah, there's like a video of him as a kid, and it's like almost like a replica of the final seconds of the game where he gets the ball. <laughs> Takes the free and he misses. <laughs> it's like, and so the at the bucket put. Guess he never learned his lesson. <laughs> oh wow, that's harsh on Steph Curry, but uh, yeah, uh, that's fine. He's got enough money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Drake. I think Drake is now uh, going to be installed as uh, as uh, manager. Yeah. Of, uh, of at the, the end, he was being interviewed outside or something, and he was like. 
Oh, people keep making memes. It makes me with this one. And he points up to the sky or whatever. And it's like... like and people cut it with like all sorts of... Yeah, it's like, is he joking or is he... Because like, obviously, it's like, ha, I'd like to see you try and make a meme of this. <laughs> Does something incredibly memeable. Like, it, like come on, man. Like, you must know. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that, I think that wraps up the uh, the sporting section of uh, of the podcast. Um, taking a quick break. And we're back. So Lawrence, we got to talk about it. It is the uh, the Monday after Glastonbury, um, and everyone's everyone's got lots of opinions. So we've got a. Either have some opinions or manufacture some. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to make up. I can't believe uh, that happened. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, I only watched, like, two sets. Well, I think it's, it's all still up on the iPlayer, so saw, you can. Well, I saw as two and a bit. I saw a bit of Kylie Minogue because I was having tea and she was, yeah. she was on. Yeah. She's, uh, she, she cried, you know. Mm. So. On the was, front page of a, more newspapers than you'd think was, today. Was um, Miley Cyrus playing, or was she yeah. just there? I don't know. No, Miley. I think yeah, Miley Cyrus was on after Kylie, I think, or right. maybe before. I don't know. Um, yeah, I watched because um, I'm such a basic uh, hipster over here. Mm, like mm. I only watched uh, Mac DeMarco and Tame Impala. Mac DeMarco was good. Typical sad boy. Yep. Ma- I, I watched Mac DeMarco as well. That was uh, and uh, yeah. I watched Tim and Parlors, and uh, might be an unpopular opinion, but I just thought, eh, they were kind of sort of phoning it. I felt it was, it was it wasn't as. I mean, Mac DeMarco was kind of like you know full of energy and yeah, yeah. He always is though. Mac DeMarco is like always trying to make the most. I mean, like I kind of felt like they shouldn't have put him on during the day. Put him on, <laughs> put him on at night. Yeah. I did it, yeah, it's probably like either have him like headlining one of the smaller yeah. stages or he goes on in the afternoon on one of the bigger ones. So I think it, yeah, that was kind of the the trade off, I guess. But yeah, I thought he was he was great. Like just yeah. the fact that like him and his him and his band kept uh doing the um the Jonathan Frakes uh meme. The, the total fabrication. It never happened. Yeah. Total farce. No way. <laughs> we made it up. Just yeah, they just kept saying that shit to each other over and over again and yeah. Mac, like at the end of one of the songs, like Mac DeMarco just screaming the name of one of the like the food stalls he could see, going "Real sausages, real mash." Um, that made me laugh. That was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought Tame Impala were. All, I, I thought they were Tame Impala. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it didn't seem particularly lackluster to me. More, more on the tame than mm. on the Impala. A little less I mean? tame and more. A little bit, little bit tame. Yeah. If um, I was that. Bold guy with the glasses does the music reviews. Oh yeah, the uh, I'd give him uh, incredibly a cool decent, uh, a, de- a decent uh, seven. Mm. Yeah, yeah. God, that guy's so smart. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, I thought Tony Pollard were the, I, it, their light show was such that it kind of you could barely tell like how many band members were on the stage mm. because it was so like they were backlit so hard. So I've always wondered, like, like so many lasers. What if you're uh, the guy playing the keyboard? I think there's two of them, but mm. like, how can you see what you're doing? You might hit the wrong key. Yeah, I don't know. They must have those little like reading lights or something. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, 
but yeah, it's, I, that <laughs> was the thing I did notice this year because I've watched quite a few. I watched quite a few of it. Uh, quite a few. Quite a few of it. Uh, good sentence. Hmm. Uh, I watched quite a few sets over the uh, the weekend, and everyone's lighting budget seems to have uh, been increased. Like. I don't know, like maybe just the cost of having like a, a crazy light show has, has come right down over the last few years, but everyone seems to have just like an insane amount of like strobes and lasers now, no matter what like time of day you're on, what stage you are, even like how big of a act they are. Just, yeah, mad, mad lights um, for everybody, which I guess is kind of cool. It's a nice spectacle. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was something I, I picked up on fairly early on. Um, uh, yeah, I've watched, I I haven't watched any of Stormzy's. Like the, that was like the big thing everyone was was talking about. I haven't I haven't watched any of that. I, I, I intend to, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge Stormzy guy, but mm-hmm. it, it's cool that he was headlining, and you know, it was all very well received, and everyone's on board with it. That is that's a, a cool moment. Um, first uh, first solo British black male artist to ever headline Glastonbury apparently which seems insane but I guess uh, yeah that's a big that's a big moment um I did uh, I watched pretty much all of The Cure uh last night um and it took me like it, it was like an hour into their set before I realized they didn't have like any backing vocals or anything it was just Robert Smith and his voice sounds exactly the same as it did like 30 years ago like it's it's he's one of those guys that just doesn't seem to have does he still Age look gothic, or does he still? Yeah, he's still got the the hair and the you know the the makeup. Um, uh, yeah, he's... I respect the uh, commitment to uh, yeah the look to looking sad all the time. Hmm. Um, yeah, I do wonder what his hair just looks like normally. Like if he's just like on a day off, like he's not in the cure. Like does he just? I don't know. Would you would you recognize him on the street if you saw it, if he was like down Bournemouth? I know, ducks. I know. Almost certainly no. Uh, I mean, I, I think we've mentioned where we are a few oh, times. Yeah, don't worry. But yeah. no, yeah. I mean, if 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 you just saw him in real life without like the hair and the makeup on, I think like it, it, people. It's one of the things where people would be like, "Oh yeah, I'd recognize Robert Smith anywhere." And it's like, I bet you fucking would. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure like a bunch of Cure super fans do, but it's just yeah, like nah, it'd be like. It'd be like if one of the Slipknot guys was walking around without the masks on. I wouldn't, apart from like Corey Taylor. Yeah. But even then, I, you know, if you found if you found like a few like similar looking like bald dudes, uh, I'd probably still be like, that uh. was, was weird that Corey Taylor was on QI. Oh uh, yeah, he was with Ross Noble, and um, she's Irish Irish comedian. I can't remember her name. Eileen B. Possibly. Um. Yeah, possibly. I don't, not the. Um, I don't. I can't remember what she's been in. Uh, but, um, she's been on QI a few times now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, and um, yeah, that was weird. What are you? Because I, I, I can't. It's been so long since that episode came I think out. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. At least. Did it, Did he have like a, any like specialist knowledge of anything, or was he just he was just kind of there? Yeah, just to yeah. make it look cool. Down yeah. with the kids. You like Slipknot? Yeah, you like kids. kids? Like Slipknot, yeah. Yeah. I like that one album, that one album, Volume, volume 3. Mm. It's all right for a Slipknot. Album. I think they hate that album, though, don't they? Because that's the one they did with Rick Rubin. Yeah, um, yeah. And he... So it's always the one I like, everyone. <laughs> the one, I like that one, and then it turns out we hate that one. Yeah. I think it, because um, it it's got some of their, like, 
like biggest songs on it. Yeah. But it is like, yeah, I think they, I, I remember seeing an interview where Corey Taylor was basically like, yeah, we, we basically learned how not to make a record because Rick Rubin fucked up the production on it. Um, which is not an unpopular opinion <laughs> among uh, artists and fans uh, for a lot of Rick Rubin's work. Um, so all my uh, yeah, audio files out there will we'll know. I think the most, the one I remember most is the uh, is it Californication he did, yeah, where he really turned the um, compression up or something like that. This is what I was told from my tutor at college. There is a lot of clipping on that album. It's, yeah. I, I it just sounds so tinny. Didn't notice it as a kid when I was like, you know, in, like listening to it for the first time. But yeah, the first, like the the moment someone pointed that out to me, I was like, oh yeah, I can't like unhear it now. It sounds like a, like bad MP3s almost. Mm. Like yeah. Um, again, most normal people listening to this won't have a clue what any of that means, but all the, all the audio files out there, what's up? Don't don't talk to us. We don't want to get into that uh, that much detail with you. But uh, thanks for listening. Um, so yeah, yeah. Like I said, every, the 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 main thing from Glastonbury this year is everyone's everyone's got to have like some some hot takes about it. So we've got to like come up with uh, some kind of opinion that means that we'll get a lot of attention from it. So <laughs> what um, you call a bunch of like extremely middle class white people in a field. A podcast, the Glastonbury. Glastonbury. <laughs> uh, that's that's good. That's good content. Uh, <laughs> Lauren Duca, get at us. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? What else? What, we got to come up with like because there's lots of stuff that everyone's saying is very good. So we've got to like come up with. Oh, I've got one. Uh, Stormzy wearing the stab-proof vest with the Union Jack on it is stolen valor. For all the police that have died yeah. trying to prevent knife crime, <laughs> so that's there we go. That's there we go. I mean, I'm saying that as a joke, but there's almost certainly like some some dickhead for the Spectator or something is almost certainly uh, drafting that right now with just a just a huge hard on, just a giant fucking boner. I did um, I rushing did to get that out. Think, what if I made like a parody account? But I think it's already been done. Like John, not a cop. Yeah, that has the, there was a there was a I don't know if it's still on to it, but yeah, there was a great um uh, account. I think it was literally just at not a cop and it was yeah. like that the Avi was just like a like a guy with a mustache smiling and it was like yeah, the, the tweets were always like Any any Stormzy fans out there, uh, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would like to hang out soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um what else? What else can we uh, uh, um, uh, who's something about Kylie? Everyone, Kylie. everyone's everyone's on the Kylie train at the moment. We got she, a, like she, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, Spe- she, yeah, Kylie is. Uh, she's spinning around. Get out! Get out of her way! <laughs> no, you got to, you got to like attach that to some sort of um, like. Uh, stupid, like fake outrage thing. You oh, attach that um, to like a bad faith argument of some kind. Uh, I can't believe the dog whistling from um, <laughs> from uh, uh, Mac DeMarco during his set. Mm. <laughs> the, yeah, the... dog whistling and train whistling. It was disgusting. <laughs> the, the, that was pretty. Yeah, I was like, hey, I, I, I know someone who 
goes all trades. <laughs> and you didn't take much kindly to the choo-choo. And, and it was confusing because he thought he was on a train and he wasn't. So, boo to you, he man. suddenly had flashbacks to yeah. uh, the war. On the train. On the train. <laughs> the, the train war. Trains. Um, his his keyboard player is uh, is is beautiful, isn't he, Mac DeMarco? That that, yeah. that tall blonde guy with the the mustache, just uh, just wow, what a hunk! Um, covered in just like random tattoos as well. He's just got like he the, just says the Beatles. Yeah, he's got the Beatles written on his rib cage. Oh, it's, we could. I haven't seen the film, but um, you had a you had a tweet that uh, oh yeah, it didn't, I, it didn't go big, but it, you know it got some numbers. It, yeah, well, thanks for undercutting it, but, but yeah, it, no, it, it, it uh, wasn't like. Huge, but it was, no, it was, it was it's, it did well. It's no, it's no uh, uh, group of white men is a called a podcast. Yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, well, I, did, I yeah, I got it, I got more likes than I have followers. Let's put it that way. Um, so it's uh, yeah, it's um, Justin Justin Huang, um, who's a, a very uh, famous YouTube uh, YouTuber. Um, yeah, retweeted a <laughs> a point I was making about the the fact that the the Beatles film uh, yesterday. Now this is weird because it's. I, it's my understanding that it's, it's it's written by Richard Curtis and it's directed by Danny Boyle. I think I've got that mm-hmm. round the right way, and it's all about the music of the Beatles. So that, on paper, should be that's just a guaranteed winner. You know, that's just that's three things that are all just great and everybody loves. But the premise of the film being that you know, what if you woke up in a world where you were the only one mm. that remembered the music of the Beatles? Just seems like such a like boring man like wish fulfillment exercise. Like it's oh, what if what if liking the most popular thing that's ever existed actually made me cool and interesting? It's just like I, I it's just such a like dumb premise, and it's such a like self indulgent fucking thing. Oh, I get to explain the Beatles to it. I get to explain these songs that everybody knows to everybody. It's just like I'll just do it. I think a more interesting premise would be if you if you woke up and you were the only person in the world that remembered French fries, and you've got to like try and explain the concept of French fries to everybody, and like you know you try and execute the recipe yourself, and obviously you're not going to be able to just do it at home unless you've got a fryer. But would fries exist in this world because fries aren't a thing? So what would you be frying in them most of the time? You know that that would be more interesting, I think, than I mean, a you could be held responsible for when everyone gets obese. Yeah. But everyone's happy about and it. So yeah, actually level, no, if, their if salt levels increase. It's true, yeah. If you invented fries today, there'd be a whole like backlash against it because yeah. they're incredibly unhealthy, even though they are delicious. So yeah. it's it's yeah. I think that's that's a much more interesting premise than what you know, what if what if uh I sang all these Beatles songs in a Beatlesless universe. It's just like oh, like oh that was a good song. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that that sounds like uh, a lot of these other songs um, from you know the last fifty years. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's sort of um, would would any other band would sort of seventies uh, bands or eighties bands yeah, that were we inspired? Have, we have yellow. Would Oasis exist? Mm, that's a premise. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh my god! We forgot to talk about that because that was a <laughs> that was a whole thing at Glastonbury, wasn't it? The Lewis oh, yeah. Capaldi, yeah, yeah, um, just really. <laughs> Really milking that cow dry, <laughs> like a throw. From what I can it's, tell, it's just a throwaway comment. Noel yeah, Gallagher said yeah. in an interview. It's like that that meme with the mask, where he's smug face, but and 
on the inside he's crying. Yeah. It's yeah, like he just yeah, some throwaway thing that Noel Gallagher said where he's like, Who is this Capaldi fella? Because Noel Gallagher is an old man, you know, yeah. like why would he know who Lewis Capaldi is? Like Noel Gallagher's must be well in his fifties at this point. Um and yeah, so then Lewis Capaldi just uh like I say, really really rode that hog all the way home, didn't he? Um and uh yeah, mm. I haven't watched any of Liam Gallagher's set, but I I did look up the set list uh, online and uh, frankly was surprised by the amount of Oasis. For someone that made, when he first went solo, for someone that made such a big deal out of the fact that the songs he was working on on his own were so good um, and it was the best stuff he'd ever done and it was the best stuff he'd ever worked on. Um, yeah, to, to lean that heavily on, on the, you know, the Oasis stuff seemed, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting from Liam Gallagher, to be honest, but yeah. Speaking of, uh, you were talking about spectator takes. I, there was one that I saw <clears throat> where they took a picture of the uh, his head. There are no borders here, mm. and everyone is always. Everyone points out, well, you have fences, and we you, it costs three hundred quid a ticket, and all this. This becomes the spectator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, so much for the tolerant left. It's like, it's, it's, it's like sh- surely you would say, well, it's a private company; they can do what they want. Yeah, it's like no, it's the free market. Yeah, no. Have you not heard of the free market? No, because actually they've 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 been logicked out of their own argument. Mm, I um, think your logic just got fallacy. I think <laughs> I think your phallus just I got. Think I just fallacied all over your logic oh, just, oh, and your facts. Yeah, right yeah, there. Look, look at the logic on that phallus. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was the spectator take. I'll call it. Yeah, I saw. Um, that's that's a good shorthand, actually. Yeah, spectator, t- just like like the the dumbest fucking like conservative takes on uh, either like. Either stuff that like shouldn't be up for debate, you know, where they're trying to like come up with another side to that argument, or just cause stuff that's completely innocuous and shouldn't fucking matter, um, like the Glastonbury thing. Mm. It's just like, yes, it's it, no one's like I, I'm really I haven't looked, but I really hope there's like the same picture they use every year, but it's just a <clears throat> where they have like a load of rubbish in the field, and they'll say, look what they've all left. Yeah. You know, like these so-called Greenpeace hippies. Every year they do this. It's uh, yeah. It's every yeah. it's every festival, and yeah, it's just uh, what do you want? Like it's yeah. Like I'm sure every time you every if they took a photo of like the aftermath of fucking Royal Ascot, I'm sure mm. it'd be absolutely pristine. Like, yeah. There'd be no fucking champagne flutes. All the blood where they've had a fight, and yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the women's gone out for a piss around the back. Yeah, there's no there's no giant flowery hats just strewn and, everywhere. And the poor like, poor blood from the poor horse that had to be put down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then the you know yeah the the the, the yeah the spilt blood from where the um. Rich Tories that own it had to drink the blood to stay young. Um, allegedly. Sorry, I just had to cover up a burp there. I'm drinking. I was uh, I was drinking a refreshing uh, Colk of Cola. Yeah, it's a, my, a, 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 a new, uh, fun new beverage I'm trying. Uh, it's a, yeah, a Colk of Cola um, with some ice. But I, I finished that and I'm now drinking another Budweiser. So that's uh, that's the can watch for this episode. Um, do you know, like, if you, if you type uh, Coke of Cola into Google... Um, like the Coke organization's like search engine optimization is such that it will, it, it like Google will immediately correct it to Coca Cola. Like it won't, you won't find any results mentioning Coke of Cola. It'll just automatically divert you to the search for Coca Cola, which is like 
no, I want to find people spelling it wrong. It was, I found a <clears throat> bit off topic, but well, about Coke, but um, there was a video where a guy tries to, it says in the title, going to try and um, replicate the recipe for Coke. But eventually he says, well, I don't have the specific uh, thing, so I'm going to replace it with like orange zest or this, <laughs> you know, whatever. You uh, know. Yeah. So it's, like, so it's not the recipe then. Yeah. It's, it's your own so, Coke, really. Yeah. Fuck off. Like, what? Yeah. If people could make it at home, why wouldn't everybody? I just be made doing homemade that? Coke. It was wasn't wasn't very nice. Yeah, obviously, because you don't have all the weird chemicals that make it delicious. Hmm. Hmm. What's that called? Um, it's called uh, morphine. Yeah. 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 You don't have that that tasty, tasty morphine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put it on your breakfast every day. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I. Uh, Sprinkle it on my toothbrush every night, and it uh, yeah it makes my gums feel uh, amazing. Um, what else? What else been going on? We got any any uh, breaking Bigfoot news? Uh, no, I haven't really been uh, checking up lately. No, um, I should listen to uh, this thing that um, <clears throat> I listened to in order to get my Bigfoot news, but mm. uh, so far it's just kind of you know. End of the news kind of silly stuff. Yeah. 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 And finally, hmm. uh, Bigfoot uh, wore a hat today. And isn't that nice? Some old lady claims she saw one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's something else just on the Glastonbury subject. Um, so the killers, uh, I, so firstly, wow, the killers do have a lot of songs that sound like that, huh? Um I've never been like massively into the the Killers. You know, I like the the few Killers songs that everybody likes, but I yeah, I've never I never owned a Killers album. Um, but yeah, man, they they got a lot of songs that uh, sound like they're from like a Broadway musical or something. They sort of like Panic at Disco for like a bit more sophisticated people. People that think they're too cool to like Panic at the Disco anymore. Um, yeah, uh, you know, when in actual fact, neither of them are cool. Um, but yeah, boy, did my did my sides almost split when uh, they left the stage and before their encore, I, Lawrence, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They left the stage and I thought, okay, well, you know, there's going to be that that standard gap before the band come back out and play the remaining, I don't know, two or three songs that they're going to play before the end of the night. I was not prepared for what happened next. In amongst the road crew coming out to check up on uh, all the instruments, there was uh, a, a, a... So, towards the end of the, the Killers set, just to set this up a, a little more, um, they, uh, they, they obviously, because of the Killers, they use a lot of confetti. There's a big, big confetti cannons, and there's lots of confetti on the stage after they've, after they've left. So, again, they've got road crew just turning things up for when they inevitably come back out on stage, but... Something didn't seem quite right to me. I, I, I could tell right away. There was a guy, and he, was, he had a big broom, and he was sweeping some of the confetti around on the stage, and I was like, that guy doesn't belong. He's, he's dressed too jazzily. He's wearing a, 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 very, a, very, Hawaii, a, like a very bright Hawaiian shirt. And, uh, and he, he walked about halfway across the stage. Guy Fieri, was it? <laughs> no, that, that, I mean, that would be way better if it was. Um... But yeah, no, he, he walked about halfway across the stage and tapped on the, the, the microphones in the middle of the stage there and uh, went like one, two, one, two. And uh, as he turned around to tap the uh, tap the mics, there it is. I, like I said, I knew something was up with this guy from the second he stepped out. None other 
than legendary funny man Jimmy Carr <sighs> sweeping the what? freaking confetti what? off the stage. I and I know what you're thinking, believe. Lawrence. I know what you're thinking. He's tapping on those mics. He's, you know, he's a legendary comedian funny man from, uh, from Netflix and from Dave. Uh, <laughs> he's tapping on, <laughs> tapping on those mics. He's, he's going to crack a few jokes here. And, uh, and it, it, no, he didn't. Uh, he just said uh, one, two, one, two, and then, and then swept a little bit more because um, that's, that's, that's good and funny. Um, and then he sort of made like a kind of like a shrugging gesture, kind of like a, whoa, whoa I don't know what I'm doing here. Right? Which, again, I had to hold onto my ribs because I thought my butt was, my, my butt was going to gust. My, my, my gut was going to bust. That's going to bust a nut. I was fit to bust a nut. Uh, over this whole Jimmy Carr bit, and uh, and then he and then he 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 took the broom off the stage, and um, just which is good because I don't think I could have I couldn't have lasted much longer to be honest because um, it was just too funny. Um, you know, I'd almost forgotten that we were there to see uh, the greatest rock and roll band of all time, The Killers. Um, did it feel like going back to two thousand eight? It did. It did feel like watching like an Enemy Awards show from like yeah. two thousand eight, two thousand nine. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then luckily the killers came out and they brought the pet shop boys with them. Uh, which is always, a, that's a good hack. If you're kind of like a, like a band that aren't that good, like the killers, if you, uh, and, uh, you know, new bands should, should, should take note of this as well. If you can, uh, bring out a, uh, vastly superior band to do one of their songs with you. Uh, that's always a great, that's just always a great tip. That's just, you know, just to just get like a, a vastly superior uh, artists to do one of their songs, um, preferably one that you've repeatedly ripped off, uh, to just kind of hammer home the point that you're, you know, you're not, not really that interesting, and maybe a lot of your lyrics don't really sound like lyrics, but just sound more like advertising slogans, um, and uh, yeah, and then that was that was good, like yeah, they they, they brought out the Pet Shop Boys, they did Always on My Mind, uh, and then they did a, another killer song, uh, which. Who cares? And then Johnny Marr came out. Uh, and again, you know, again, you know, bring out one of the... If you can... Again, new bands, if you if you can bring out one of the greatest guitar players of all time, I I recommend... I'm not going to tell you what to do, okay? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into rules, you know, but, uh, but I highly recommend... If you're, if you're, if you're able to uh, get one of the greatest guitar players ever um, and, you know, half of one of the greatest songwriting duos of... Uh, of, of all of indie rock history. If you can get them to join you on stage, go for it. And uh, and 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 they did, and they did, and they played this charming man, and uh, and it was uh, yeah, it was it was very entertaining. And then they did Mr. Brightside uh, because obviously they have to um, with with Johnny Marr, and that was and that was nice. And then and then they left the stage, and I was like, okay, so they left the stage. Is Jimmy coming back out? When's Jimmy coming back out? And uh, and then the, yeah, the lights went down, and there was no more Jimmy Carr. So it was a a real roller coaster of an encore there, real real up and down. I, I can't wait <clears throat> if this is on Gogglebox. I hope it's on Gogglebox. Yeah, I'm gonna they're gonna because it's doing Celebrity Gogglebox. Yes. So hopefully we'll get real good hot takes from <laughs> celebrities from ten years ago, who you know yeah. it's all over. They all you know. And they'll they'll say, "Oh my God, I can't believe Jimmy Carr did that." Yeah, what that's a legend. My my prediction is that they yes they that is exactly the reaction, and there will be 
there will be. There will be, but that that'll be the reaction they give, and then there will be uh, no further acknowledgement to either the Pet Shop Boys or Johnny Marr coming. Like the, that won't. No one will. No one will care. Um, again, just because they're not they're not funny like Jimmy is. You know, they don't they don't they don't they they're not the knee slappers that the you know. He doesn't even have to say anything, you know? He just comes out with a broom and <laughs> it's just... I'm laughing just like, thinking Is that your it. wife, Jimmy? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's a broom. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Um, does he support a football team? Do we know? Is no, he a football guy? I, I don't, don't think he is, think is he? I he is. No. No. Uh, I remember, shame, I remember shame. like, because he's been on QI, I remember he did try to make a few sort of football-related jokes that didn't quite... You could tell, and you know, somebody doesn't really know what football is. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> someone that's been around a lot of football conversations. That uh, that's, yeah, that's how I claimed claim the fame because we saw him down in Bournemouth. Oh yeah, with his man bag. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Cool <laughs> yeah. guy, cool guy. Cool, um, cool just cool uh, yeah, really, really made the festival. Like I said, all the headlines at the moment are going to to Kylie and uh, and and Stormzy. But for me, the real hero of Glastonbury 2019 will always be. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Carr. Sir Jimmy Carr, you know? Why, why isn't he Sir Jimmy Carr? See, you know, end of the year, Queen's, uh, you know, New Year's Honours. Has he done the Royal Variety yet? I'm sure he has. He would, is he, have you ever known Jimmy Carr to turn down anything? <laughs> um, I remember once, like, when back, like, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago, back when I worked in a supermarket, there was a, I had to, like, restock a bunch of, like, J2O multi-packs, like, the, you know, that like, horrible juice drink. Um, and there was a promotion with that where it was like the prize was uh, you could go to a private or I'm not sure what the deal was. Basically, you get a, a private Jimmy Carr gig. I think like you would basically Jimmy Carr would have to that's very MySpace come to your house or something, and he would just do stand up for like you and your mates or whatever. And it was just like that for me is just that's that's the most Jimmy Carr thing I could ever think of. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's like his thing. I'm gonna get all like Marxist on comedy. There, there's said to be to be a divide between the very capitalist, yeah, comedians who will do any gig. Yeah, life. yeah. Like, uh, and this isn't necessarily. The, I know the thi- I know exactly what you're talking about. This isn't necessarily that, but I have noticed a trend where if you want to get a program commissioned uh, in the UK, um, I don't know when this happened, but it, I maybe it happened under David Cameron or something. At some point, a law was passed where uh, Catherine Ryan has to be in the program you're making. Otherwise, it, yeah, won't, it yeah. you won't be allowed to make it. So, and I, I, again, not really. That's not really what you're talking about. I'm sure it's probably not really Catherine Ryan's fault. It's just because she's a successful woman comedian that's working in the UK. Um, yeah, all of these, all of these stations and networks have like, quotas to fill in terms of equality. So, it's the um, <clears throat> who's the guy who's on um, Jimmy Carr's program? Not Sean Luck. The other one, he's always on everything. Um, Sean Walsh, is that him? The guy, with the, the curly haired guy. This, John. John something. Around. John Richardson. John Richardson. Yes. He's always on everything. Yeah. Um, uh, um, Greg Davis. Greg Davis. He's on everything. Greg Davis is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I know he's. I think most people know him because he was in the In Betweeners, but mm. in spite of that, he's very funny. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, we're getting getting real deep inside uh, inside inside comedy baseball here. How we're just old men. This is, I don't know any new comedians. I haven't yeah. followed comedy since like two thousand seven. It's you know. yeah. I'm, I'm. I mean, I only like you know comedy podcasts like 
Yeah. Come town or whatever. That's, uh, oh yeah, that's, that's a, we got to come onto that. Uh, well, we might save that for a later episode, but we got to, we, yeah. Podcast beefs. That's the, that's the hot thing at the moment. I think so that, gotta, I think that, 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 that's too, too big a target. That's too, uh, they're out of our league. They, okay. they will we'll, just blitz us. Like I said, we'll, we'll probably, I think we'll, we'll save that for a, for a future episode. Cause we got, I got, I got a list of candidates that we could, we could start some shit with, hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I think, um, I think right now it's about time to get into some uh, pop culture recommendations with cultural appropriation. So, uh, Lawrence, you got anything lined up or do you want me to stall for you? Well, here's the thing. I haven't really found anything new that's interests me or something I'd like. to be new. But uh, I've been going down a bit of nostalgia. And you may not like this band, but I've been listening to... Um, the Mars Volta, and you may not like them, but I did at the time. I used to like yeah. their first record and the second record they came out with. I was really into it back in like 2003 mm. or four. Yeah. So I don't know if I would recommend it because it was of its time. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a personal thing. So yeah. I don't really sure what I can think of to. Re- there is, um, I can't remember her name. But um, it was something like Phaser Days or something like that. Oh, uh, Phaser Days. Yeah. Yes, I, I I've, was going I've, to recommend I've that. Met her. Have you? Um, yeah. yeah, she. Well, we're talking about Bournemouth. She played in Bournemouth a couple of years ago, hmm. and uh, yeah, I very drunkenly, um, uh, yeah, just say, "Oh, you're awesome," hmm. uh, or something to that yeah, effect. Yeah. So I was going to, um, I was going to recommend it a long time ago, and I've always forgotten, but. I was listening to her record, and I really like that one. So yeah, and I can't remember the name of she's it. Very good, but check her out. She's really good. She's from New Zealand, I think. Yeah, her band is really. Mm. She's got like a guy that does all the like keyboard mm. synth parts when she plays live, and that guy's a, a fucking wizard. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah, Phaser Days. Phaser Days. Um, so that's that's me endorsing Lawrence's pick. D A Z E. Is it? Not, yeah, Phaser yeah. Days, as in to be dazed yeah. and confused. Um, Don't go to Marsville. That's a personal thing. That's it. <laughs> yeah, leave Marsville alone. They're for Lawrence. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody that you, you're right. I don't know anybody that's getting into Mars Volta now. Everybody no, I know that likes them because everything since that they did is not very good. They're Mars. they're famously dicks, right? They're they're, uh, they're assholes because they. Yeah, maybe. Well, I just remember reading an article about like the one of the like, many bands they started after the Mars Volta finished. I think it's the lead singer, whatever band he was in after the Mars Volta finished. And whichever other members split off from that, they were playing some festival gig, and they were just chucking like furniture from the green room into the crowd, mm. in, including like a kettle full of boiling water and like chairs yeah. and mic stands. They were just launching it into the like at the people in the crowd. That's, the thing is with Marswater, they play really horrible live, mm. so they're not really a band you want to watch live. Um, so that's why I was. More of a personal thing for me, just a nostalgia trip. But uh, yeah, because whenever they've been on live shows, like when they were in at the drive-in, yeah, like they were just deliberately play awful. There's a famous one with Jules Holland. Yeah, they were just like, I don't know what it is about these people, certain attitude. Yeah, where they've always got to be like so radical. Yeah, no, it's very cool. It's it's cool to be bad on purpose. Yeah, Um, yeah, because it's because it's obvious that it's on purpose. It's very you know, it's it comes across. That it's uh, that you're trying to be bad, so it's 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 actually good. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, my recommendation is uh, 
this past weekend, I've started playing uh, a Nintendo Switch game. Came out towards the end of last year. The uh, uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Um, this is the uh, the Pikachu edition. There's the Pikachu and the Eevee edition, and they basically work as Switch Nintendo Switch analogs to the Pokemon Red and Blue games you used to get on on Game Boy. Um, and it's I mean if you, if you ever if you ever played those games, it is it's just fabulous like it's yeah it's it's amazing it's all the stuff you remember but there's a bunch of like cool new stuff in there as well it incorporates a lot of elements from uh pokemon go you can either even later on in the game you can even transfer pokemon that you've caught from pokemon go so anyone that's still got the pokemon go app on their phone you can link that to your um to your switch profile and send pokemon to yourself um yeah very very cool very fun incredibly addictive just as addictive as the other games were um i can already see me uh losing most of this summer as i lost most of my childhood summers to uh just sitting indoors and uh yeah playing the various pokemon games while listening to uh i don't know lincoln park and red hot chili peppers and stuff like that um that's partly why i found out about that moswata because Flea and John Vrishanti were friends with him. Yes, I think the 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 guitarist even plays on a couple of yeah. Chili Peppers records, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Is it Omar? That's the guy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway. So that's that's uh, that's yeah, that's my recommendation for for this week. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu uh, for the Nintendo Switch. There was a a meme that was around uh, during the uh, weekend. I think was it this um thing where you combine Pokemon and you get funny names on. Did you see that? Uh, oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. There's like a thing where it, yeah, it combines two Pokemon mm. to like invent quote unquote a new one, and it's like yeah, you got like. Uh, they always there's always people like they say like my my five year old did this. It's like no, you did it. I, yeah, no, the, <laughs> you're, you're... that's that is that's a whole genre of tweet is yeah shit that never happened. Yeah, like, yeah my five year old said to me or yeah I. Someone came up to me on the street and said, "Yeah, that's that's a that's a whole. There's a real <laughs> there's a real knack to to doing that like fake shit that's very obviously fake. Um, got to make it funny. You know? Yeah, to to prove some kind of weird agenda that you've got. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So that's uh, that's 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 about enough for this this week. I reckon. Um, what do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." We've been going long enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, Junior Funners. Glad to be back with you. And, uh, yeah. Bye.